Genesis, chapter 19, and we'll read from there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Chapter 19, Genesis. Uh, let's see. We will start. We're going to read quite a bit there today. There's nothing like reading the Word of God. We'll just start at the first verse and we'll read quite a bit. And there came two angels at Sodom, to Sodom at even, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them. He bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold, now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, to your servant's house, and tarry all night. Wash your feet, and you shall rise up early, and go on your ways. And they said, No, but we'll abide in the street all night. Pressed upon them greatly, and turned into them, and entered into his house, and he made them a feast. He did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. Now, this is the angels of the Lord. They actually ate with, they ate real food with Lot. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in. And before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house around, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out to us that we may know them. And it goes on with this story. And Lot went out to them and shut the door. And um, anyway, we know what happened there. But then we're going to skip on down. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, in verse 14. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, uh, Get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. And when the morning arose, and the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. Now God is giving him instructions as to what he needs to do he said you take your family you get your wife you get your daughters uh, and, and and you you get out of this place lest you be consumed uh, in the city and the iniquity of the city and while he lingered the men laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him, set him without the city. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Lot said unto them, Oh, not so. He didn't want to hear what God had told him to do. Hey, I want us to be, to liken this to the day and the time that we're living in now. God is giving us instructions. He's saying, come unto me. Come unto me. Uh, you can't handle this by yourself. Uh, you're going to be consumed in the iniquity of the land. 
but we want to say, no, Lord, I'm okay. I can make it on my own. I'm here to say today we can't make it on our own. We must have the Lord. Amen. Here the Lord sent the angels. And you know what? The angels of the Lord encamp round about us. I don't know if you ever experienced it, but I think some of you may have. But the Lord sends his angels to surround us and to protect us. And here he sent special angels. And he said, you get out of here. You escape for your life. Don't you even look behind you. Don't stay in the plane. He said, but escape to the mountain lest you be consumed. Lot said unto them, O not so, my Lord. Behold now, thy servant has found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast shown unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me and I die. I don't think God bought that, did he? He didn't buy that. No. We want to do it our way, don't we? We want to do it our way. Amen. No. He said, your grace is sufficient for me. Let me. Just don't make me go there. Just don't make us go to the mountain. He said, I can't go there. Hey, that's one thing that the enemy tries to make us believe. I can't go there. I just can't go there. But we can go there with Jesus. Wherever he leads us, where he leads me, I will follow. Amen. Where he leads me, I'll follow. I'll go with him with him all the way should be the determination that we have in our heart wherever you take me to lord he said i can't go there he said if i go there i'm gonna die something's gonna destroy me <laughs> he said behold now the city is near to the to flee unto and it's a little one he said let me escape there let me go there there's a little city there he said it's isn't it a little one? He said, my soul will live there. There's only one way. One way. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. Amen. And he's the only way of escape, folks. There is a way of escape from where we are and the things that are going on round about us. Amen. And Jesus is that way of escape. And I'm so glad that we know him today. Amen. And he said, see, I've accepted thee concerning this thing, that I will not overthrow the city for that which thou hast spoken. Hurry up, he's saying. Haste, make haste, escape thither. I cannot do anything till thou come down, come there from, until you come hither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zor, Z-O-A-R. me praise God <coughs> and the sun was risen up on the earth when Lot entered into Zor and the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven <coughs> Sorry. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew up on the ground. 
And we know what happened to Lot's wife, don't we? And the Bible says, but his wife looked back. And he told him, he said, now don't look behind you. I want you to leave all this behind you. You know, Paul talks about leaving that which is behind us and pressing forward to that which is ahead of us. Amen. And then, God, there are good things ahead of us. God has much more in store for us than what we've ever accepted or received. Praise God. But anyway, it said, um, let me find my spot again. The Bible says, and his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. We all know that. All of us remember that from Sunday school when we were kids. And Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the plain and beheld, and lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow and he overthrew the cities in, the, in which Lot dwelt. Now there's a lot we can get out of this. Amen. We need to stand in the gap. We need to intercede. I'm like, likening this to the day that we're living in today. I mean, war going on. I mean, so many nations of our world are involved. And it's time that we seek the Lord. It's time that we follow the instructions of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, you know, two things the Lord did that really catches our eye in this chapter. The first thing, even after the destruction had been spelled out to him, the Bible states that he still lingered. Lot still lingered when the Lord told him to move on. You know, it's time for the church to move forward in the Lord. Uh, time for the church to dig a little deeper, uh, climb a little bit higher. Amen. Uh, oh, because God uh, wants to reveal his mighty right arm uh, to his people, the body of Christ. Hallelujah. And we find that he still lingered. And the Bible says angels of the Lord literally had to come and forcefully remove Lot from that place. And the second thing is they prayed a pitiful prayer. And that was a very pitiful prayer that they prayed. He, they didn't want to stop. They didn't want to go where God wanted them to do. But they wanted to stop in this little place called Zor. That's where God commanded them to flee from. Amen. He said, I want you to flee from there. Um, never was a poor and more selfish prayer offered, yet it was this prayer that was answered. God allowed them to go where they wanted to go. The angels actually took Lot and his daughters by the hand and pull them out. God wants us. He wants us to come to him. He wants us, amen, to walk in the purity of the spirit of God. He wants us to leave behind the things uh, that's kept us in bondage, uh, the things that held us back, uh, the things that tried to destroy us. Uh, God says, leave it behind and press forward uh, to the mark uh, of the prize of the high calling in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lot 
panic-stricken and weeping over the loss of his treasure in Sodom, fearing the flames will be whatever he runs to, thinking the mountains will be too high for him. He begs the angel to change the orders and let him stay in Zor. Zor, the Zor zone. The Zor zone is a place of incompleteness. It's a place of little commitment. It's a place of just getting by. God has more in store for his people. I don't want to stay in those places. Just getting by. Little commitment. Incompleteness. Sometimes that's the fate that attempts to overtake all of us. The start of the race was begun well. There was a knowledge that the pursuit of God was the right thing to do. It's right to obey the commandments of the Lord, and it's right to give up the things of the world. But the new way presented difficulties. There's a warfare in the flesh. There's always warfare going on. The flesh and the spirit are contrary one to the other. And we have to realize that. It's a spirit man that is saved. It's a spirit man, amen, uh, that God has made provision. Hey, he made provision for the flesh, spirit, soul, and body. But we have to realize uh, we're in a spiritual warfare. And we live in a fleshly body. We are spirit. And we live in this fleshly body. Uh, we must have the mind of the Lord. We must walk in the realm of the spirit. Uh, the Bible says walk in the spirit uh, and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Hallelujah. The thought of things that were being tossed aside begin to weigh heavily on the mind. The zeal cooled off and enthusiasm subsided. What place is this? Is this the Zor song? The mountains are a long way off. And the road is sometimes steep and it's rough. But if God tells us to go there, then we must go there. What God commands us to do he will provide the strength necessary to leave, uh, live up to it. Remember, you did run well. Who did hinder you? Paul, amen. It's over in Galatians 5 and 7. You did run well. Who did hinder you? Praise God. Hallelujah. So we have a choice today. We can be obedient to the Spirit of God we can allow him to lead us into the glory of God or we can say, okay, God, I don't want to go. It's too hard. It's too rough. It's too steep. This old flesh is suffering too much. But God is calling us to higher heights. Amen. You know, we've talked for several years now about, about how God wants to bring us into that new realm. Amen. And him into that deeper depth. We need to do that. We have to seek him and we have to pray. I think about, you know, different ones in the Bible, how it was Felix. And he said, okay, Lord, he said, at a more convenient time, 
at a more convenient time, I'll accept you. He had heard the word. He was under conviction. But he said, at a more convenient time. Amen. I think of the one man that came to Jesus. And Jesus gave him instructions as to what to do. His instructions were a little bit heavy. He said, you go sell everything you got and give it to the poor. Well, I don't know all the circumstances there, but God did. But you know what? The Bible says he went away sorrowful. He did not want to follow God into the place that God was bringing him into. Amen. And you might want to dig a little deeper in that. I'm not saying you sell everything. By all means, I'm not. But I'm saying follow the leading of the Lord. Amen. He went away sorrowful. I looked that up in a couple of places and he didn't, he wasn't just sorrowful, but he went away. I don't know if he ever got saved or not after that because we don't have any record of it. Praise God. But anyway, he went away sorrowful. And then Agrippa, a King Agrippa, he said, almost you persuaded me. Almost. Almost. I don't want to be one of those almost people, do you? Praise the Lord. But I want to make sure of my calling and election. Because one day, we'll all face him. And according to the signs of the times and the things that are going on around about us, according to all the prophecy that's being fulfilled right now, right now, you can look day after day after day, and you can see prophecy that's being fulfilled. I mean, just more and more and more of it then it's not going to be long. It can't be that long. And if you don't really believe this, get into the Bible. Go back into the prophecies. Go into Matthew 24, it's New Testament. Amen. And it was Jesus himself talking about the things that are going to happen, the things that are going to take place. But he's coming soon, folks. He's coming soon. Now, the question that I want to leave with us this morning are you ready? Are you ready? Amen. I know there are a lot of needs to be met, and God is still in the need meeting business. Amen. But I think that one of the things that's most important to our Lord is our salvation. Our salvation. Amen. It's very, very important. I guess if I, as I look back over the years, I see so many people that have gone on to be with the Lord, and they're alive now. They're in eternity now. There's some more folks, we might as well face it. Because one day, it's going to happen. Everybody will stand before the judgment seat of Christ to give account for the deeds done in this body, in this life. I'm just putting it to you from my heart today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I think what the church needs today, in general, is a good old fashioned altar service i think that's what we need amen get down before the lord and give him our heart give him our all totally surrender our life to him it's heavy on my heart today folks heavy on my heart today but i pray that each one of us that are here today know the lord jesus christ we surrender we've invited him into our heart given him control over our soul, over our whole man, over our whole person. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name.